0: Barry Duplicy coming to you from PCA 2023 here in Las Vegas, Nevada, part of the Cigar Coop Coalition. Ben behind the camera as always. Coop getting the scoop somewhere else. And uh, we're giving a special nod to our good friend Aaron Dielson back home. We miss him and we wish he was here. But we're here with none other than Mr. Pete Johnson of Tatuaje Cigars. Pete, how you doing? Good. Good.
1: Good show. Good show. Yeah, good show. A good vibe the whole time, actually.
0: I was just about to say that. I was just about yeah. to say, like the vibe. But the, the last three years has been—it's—it's it's been
1: very I mean, uplifting. You know. Yeah, I mean the, the the first year was like, okay, we're back, but uh, we're halfway back. Yeah. Last year, great. But I was it, I was expecting like a downturn, a little bit of a downturn. But then I walked in, I was like, man, just everybody seems really happy. Yeah. So I think it's a it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a trend we're going to continue to love seeing
0: here at the PCA Trade Show. Oh, I hope it continues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going to be some changes next year, but uh, we'll be seeing you in a few shorter months than we will notice. We don't have to wait a year to have a conversation. It's
1: true, good. right? Um, I'm actually... It's good, it's quick, but I actually have stuff ready for next year, so Terrific. I'm good.
0: Terrific. Uh, we, maybe we can get into that. But, but first and foremost, um, Pete, I mean, you've done you've been doing this for a really long time and it's uh, it's right there on your shirt. I mean, we can't years. say we can't say enough.
1: Happy anniversary. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank 20 you. 20 years Thank you. in this business and well, 30 years in the business. Yeah, 30 years in 20 years show. of Tatuahe. Yeah, my 28th trade show and 20 years for Tatawahe. Yeah.
0: Unbelievable. And it, I know uh I know we're not going to get through this conversation without giving a nod, so let's do it right here. Yeah. A uh, special nod uh, to your family who's been with you the entire way. The Garcia family who's, uh, you know, been a partner of yours for the 20 years. Yeah, since and day one.
1: Since day one. They're still your partner. Not a lot of people could say Tantouille, that. Tantawai, first client, first cigar. Beautiful. And then, then Dom Papin made his cigar like two months later. But it was literally like White was the first cigar ever made in that, in that factory
0: it's that's got to be so fulfilling in a lot of different ways and how things have come yeah. so far I mean circle. for me
1: it's 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 nice to see the level of growth that they've had because I've always wanted to have a small company to because I make cigars for for, for us to smoke the bonus is when everybody else gets to enjoy them yeah. and the bonus for me is when people actually like my palate and they they go oh shit he's making a good cigar but uh I tell the story a lot when when they won their first number one rating in Cigar Aficionado years ago. I actually wept like a baby because for me it was like I could relax. I didn't. I was trying so hard to, you know, keep up pace and be their best client, and I didn't want that. I just wanted to do my own thing on my own terms and take it slow. and uh, so, nowadays, where they're so big and they, they do everything so great, I like to ride on their caboose. So, it's kind of cool. They drive the train.
0: Yeah, I mean, from, you know, from Cigar One, day one, to now one of the largest manufacturers in Esteli, Nicaragua. I mean, that... Yeah. that that's incredible, in, in, yeah. in twenty years, I mean, twenty years and seems a like a long big, time. A pretty big but, grower in Honduras now, too. Yeah, it's unbelievable <laughs> what they're doing, and we've been talking about this. And you know, like the, the Pepines have always put to, Pepin has always put together an amazing uh, cigars, as we've talked about, obviously. And you're a part of that journey, of course. Um, but there, there seems to be, I know you've always thought they were special. We've always thought they were special. There seems to be an extra specialness. This last, the last, like I would say couple of years it just seems like everything is just straight like ultimate fire
1: yeah and yeah. i mean I, I i see it too i mean you, you you can't go through 20 years without having a lot of growing pains mm-hmm. a lot of hiccups and you know there was times where we we're where we were buying tobacco from people and we couldn't get everything from from everyone that we always wanted so eventually you know you have to make the hard decision and jaime and Papine were set to like make sure that they always had tobacco of their own that they could they could produce the cigars for all their clients and themselves and you know they have about five years of of good tobacco in backlog that's just you know they keep on growing and they keep on processing the right way and you know growing great tobacco in the fields processing great tobacco in the processing uh, stages and rolling great cigars and they've cleaned up a lot of the rollers that were having you know bunching issues and stuff like that and this last couple years have just been straight yeah fire for me i mean it's nice to to pick up every cigar and and not have to second guess it
0: you know um i think what you know what's really beautiful too is you know a year ago we sat not too far from this space um and uh we had a great conversation about you know something special that was coming. And earlier this week we got the the privilege of seeing that completed project right oh, yeah. before our eyes, you know, celebrating this twenty years of of, of family and friendship and partnership. The union. Uh, the La, la,
1: la, uh, union. I can't uh, la say. union La Union. La Union. La Union. La Union. But yeah, the union. Um it's a trademark that they've had for a while. And um uh, you know, they, when, they came, when the question came up was like what size I was like it has to be the Condé 109 size because that mold is very special we don't call it a Condé 109 it's called a Prominente Especial we could have done it we talked about a double Corona and we're like yeah but that's too simple let's do something with a pretty head to it and that you know that shape with that that kind of you know bellicoso-ish head yeah to the
0: it. 109 goes back to uh, your father-in-law's roots you know it's- yeah I
1: mean that goes back to the part I guess, 150s back in the old days and uh, they, you know, Cuba uses the 109 shape for a lot of limited editions. <clears throat> so, I was like, this is a perfect limited edition for us to do that shape. Yeah. So we have two pairs in the factory that roll, one one pair rolls mine and one pair rolls the Garcia's. And, uh, Handy, uh, Jaime's nephew, or uh, Jaime's son, sorry, my nephew, <laughs> um, is kind of in charge of the project, looking over it constantly, and, uh, he actually limits the rollers to 250 cigars uh, per pair per day. So only 250 cigars of Tatui are made a day and only 250 cigars of the Garcia's are made a day. But obviously they pay them like they're rolling their normal allocation. Mm-hmm. So they're not limiting their they're not limiting their 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 wages. They're they're just paying them more for per cigar just to make sure that these are perfect, because I want every one of these cigars to be a celebration. I want every cigar to be absolutely dead-on perfect. I mean, I I want every cigar in the factory to be dead-on perfect, but this one, at the price point is coming out on them, there can't be any flaws. Yeah, not one. I mean, it,
0: uh, I mean, we saw the presentation of it, and the cigars themselves look, uh, t- to your point, just an absolute celebration of the per- and again, not to be too punny, but I mean, the perfect union of two amazing groups of people. Um, we'll
1: figure a family that's been working together for 20 years is doing a collaboration. <laughs> I think we've been doing a collaboration for the last I, 20 I, years.
0: Yeah, but like you said, it's a celebration of that. The, the, the I guess, what, tell us a little bit about how... Um, this was different for you because I know it was different you you know you rely on them to do quite a bit when it comes to your blending and I know you're very hands-on to begin with what was what was different what was challenging about this particular project from your end
1: uh, not really much actually it's not so much of a challenge but it was really about making sure the shape was absolutely perfect but me stressing to Handy that we can't take the risk of you know uh, visible patches or anything in like that there's not every tobacco leaf is absolutely perfect and cigars do get patches but there's a way to hide the patch to where you you don't see it so i want to make sure when they're grading and they're going through the grading process uh, meticulously to make sure we don't get like those flaws i was talking about Mm -hmm. um same thing with the same thing with the bunching they got to be really careful when they're bunching and uh You know the wrappers. You can't have a turn on the wrapper because I have a light rojo on there. Those wrappers have to be absolutely perfect. So if they have a a wrapper that kind of, you know, when the shades turn and almost turns like you can almost see like a barber pole effect, that can't that can't make the grade. Mm -hmm. Um, That has to go back to get recapped with a pretty wrapper, stuff like that. Um, But that's the challenge. But Handy is uh, on top of it. He's like super on top of it, and honestly. Andy's been on top of my production in, in Nicaragua for a while now, and uh, it's given me the ability to not have to go to Nicaragua as much. But I spend most of my time at pretty much every day in the factory in Miami uh, concentrating on Miami projects that I want to do because Nicaragua, we go in for a week. We have uh, everything mapped out for a year, and we know exactly what we're doing for a year, sometimes two. And uh, we don't bother... You know, over over checking everything because we know that they're going to produce something great for us. I I get production samples constantly sent to me to make sure that they're on top of you know the production is right and for me the draw is perfect. Um, So I'm I'm like taking a a little bit of a break from Nicaragua, even though my brother-in-law has told me I'm supposed to be coming back more. just to concentrate on Miami for my other small batch stuff that I'm doing in Miami. So, challenging, I guess really the challenging part again is is making sure that the cigars are perfect. What was the inspiration for the blend that you worked on? Mine's old world. If you notice like I don't know if you got to see him, but yes. Stunning. M- both really. my cigars and the two different humidors have a covered foot. I love a covered foot. That's not something traditionally that the, the, the Garcia's do for themselves. So, all my cigars have a covered foot, theirs don't um, in that humidor. The, uh, the blend style for me was old old Cuba, you know, like Corojo, 100% Nicaragua uh, for me with the Garcia-grown uh, Corojo and all their tobaccos and the fillers and binders, but definitely that, that old world style and you'll, you'll taste it in the blend. It's, it's definitely got a, a more of an old world character to it and, you know, Jaime, of course, with a Habana one for the first year has that same that same style, but when you look at the, the second year of it, the red one, mm-hmm. you'll notice that then it's a little bit more New World. Still in the blending, still Old World, but New World as far as the characteristics of the wrapper. So I'm using Sumatra on the second one, and they're using Broadleaf, which is weird oh. because I, I, I wanted to pick Broadleaf for myself. Right. But... Uh, you know, I knew Jaime. You know, he has a very big brand with Jaime Garcia, and I knew he would want broadly for himself. So I kind of pushed it over on their their plate. But ultimately, if you look at the way the packaging is, they're making that cigar for me, and I'm making that cigar right, exactly. for them. Right? Exactly.
0: Yeah. No. It's 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 like I said. It's visually stunning. Um. And you know, me, Pete. I smoke a lot of different stuff, and uh, you know, I look forward to a lot of different things. And so. I absolutely mean it, but it's probably the understatement for me of the show, the, how much I'm looking forward to yeah. smoking that project. I it's just smoked the
1: Sumatra yesterday. It was... I mean, it's it's a baby still, but uh, it was on fire. That's and awesome. the draw was perfect. The, the, I kept on wanting to take pictures of the cigar. I haven't posted one yet, but uh, everything about... Like, I even told my, my nephew, I said, the head has to be absolutely perfect because every time... I see that shape being made. That head is such a, a an iconic shape that I want to make sure that they take their time with it. And that's another reason why they're limiting the rollers to rolling less per day because they want to make sure that that, that head is perfect. it's a harder cigar to roll. Yeah. It's not something we typically do, but uh the rollers this isn't a typical cigar. Yeah, it's not a typical project. <laughs> Uh, but the, the rollers understand that they're they're getting paid the same wage that they would have made if they made 350 cigars. So,
0: so just shifting pages here too. You know that that's a celebration of of the partnership and family. Yeah. But you know Tatuaje by itself is also celebrating 20 years, and you're doing a 20 year cigar that you're doing. So talk to us a little bit about this project.
1: Yeah, I did uh, two cigars in Escale in Nicaragua that are labeled Tatawai 20 Esteli that uh, mimic or kind of fall in line with the uh, or line extensions of the 10 year anniversary mm-hmm. so they're regular production they'll always be on the shelf but that those were the the, the time stamp of when when those re- those cigars were released so the Onc and the Bonchasseur Chasseur were the 10 year and then we came out with a Grand Chasseur which is a redux of the uh, Grand Chasseur that I did for the TAA 10 years ago mm-hmm. which is interesting and then the uh, twenty. Where's coupe? We got to celebrate the TAA. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> then the twenty-year um, Grand Merveille, which was actually a redux of the Grand Merveille that I did, I think, like ten years ago. So it's they're all a line extension of the Belloncan uh celebrating the uh, the twenty years, but with two old sizes that I haven't made in in about ten years. That's exciting. And these yeah, are gonna I, be. Yeah, I love years. the the Grand Merveille is a six and one 8 by forty-six. You know, both of them have covered feet. Uh, the Grand Store, of course, is six and three by fifty-four, same size, uh, same blend as the TA one that we did years ago. Um, that's the SLE part of it. But then we have uh, a Miami portion of it. There's actually two sizes that we're doing in Miami, and two two jars that we're doing in Miami. But uh, those releases won't be out for probably another two years. Uh, I, I'm really into time aging you know doing long period of aging in miami and just letting them sit in cedar and getting you know that accent to it and then eventually they'll go out the door but i by the time the cigars are finished i want to make sure they have at least a year of age on them before they go out the door and, that's a uh,
0: throwback to the to the black jars too but they're, they're not black but yeah i mean that's, yeah um,
1: it's a different i mean obviously a different style but uh the cigar is a completely different style but the jar was something i've been wanting to bring back for a long time and i didn't want to do a typical you know jar with decals on it i wanted to do something molded and uh, so you actually see the different accents of the handmade product yes. and uh, every jar is going to be unique because you can't you can't fire those colors and make them perfect every time. So I, I told the, the maker, I said, I want them imperfect. I want the, the muddling and the character showing. Like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I didn't want I didn't want like a solid color. They sent me a red jar and it was too pretty. It looked like a fire hydrant. <laughs> um, it was too pretty. I wanted I wanted character, but the red won't won't fire the same way. That these ones did so blue and blue and white actually can you can get these waves of colors going on in it but the cigar and display was actually a cigar that i made uh for our dinner this year it was they told me that they wanted to do a two-pack coffin at the dinner with a dump of bean 20th anniversary and then they needed a white to put in there and they asked me what i wanted to put in i said no i have to, I have to make a cigar so about a month ago i made A six and a half by fifty-two to go side by side with the Dompapeen six and a half by fifty-two. Oh, that's perfect. So those were there's three hundred made, and two hundred fifty for the coffins, and fifty for me. It's wonderful. (laughs) You know, we've been talking a lot about you know
0: these these finer details, the, the the closed foot, the right head, and you know that's one of the things that we you know you and your fans really appreciate is just like these really interesting sizes that and they don't have to be these gargantuan cigars you do have larger cigars you do have smaller cigars uh but one of the more interesting i think releases this year uh, just and i'm talking about the entire show but I, I was really cool i was really excited to see uh the roxy what you're doing there with latelier you know yeah
1: what's uh what was the inspiration there well casey's uh pup passed well not puppy but uh, dog passed away she was a tiny little Terrier, uh, I don't even know exactly what type of mix she was, but uh, she kind of color shifted a lot. Like, you'd see her in whites and then dark, you know, dark gray. And uh, you know us. Every time a, a dog passed away for us, we, we put a, a cigar on the line so we have something to remember the dog by. And uh, her name was Roxy, and she was tiny. So we said three and a half by 50 and we made samples i made samples of case and i showed them an old part uh d6 box with a split level and i said we'll put one row of the Broadly maduro and one row of the sanctus spiritus natural up top and it just the presentation for me i love yeah uh, eventually we'll probably do um single boxes to where it's just the maduro and just the natural so people can refill what they want to refill but uh, the mixed box is fun yeah it is yeah. it's it's
0: I, I, we've had this conversation before, but I love I love that about you and your family. Um, you know, I'm a dog I'm a dog lover too. And
1: yeah, dude, it's it's, it's uh, super important for me just to have those memories, and it's it's a theme for us. And it's stuck. You know, when Dan's dog passed away, we did a did a AKC for him, and then you know now Roxy. And I'm hoping I don't have to do one anytime soon, though. Yes, yes, yeah.
0: all <laughs> I hope so for sure. But uh, it's it's a great way for those, like you said, those memories to live on. Um you know just to kind of wrap up with a couple of things here the you know we were talking a little bit before we started rolling the camera uh you know about the incredible work that you do uh, for the CRA um, for this industry you said to me a long time ago bear I support this industry and you know a lot of people use words and you use words but you all, we also see it in action with you yeah
1: I try to do the actions i'm i uh i'm I'm not a good guy to get on the mic with uh you know, in front of a crowd of people and convince them, but I'm pretty decent at going one-on-one with people and saying, hey, man, chip in a little bit more. We, The industry needs it, and, and uh, we, we need to keep on building up the reserves to make sure that we can fight these things. Like the manufacturing process thing that the FDA wants to come involved in is absolutely absurd. They basically want to turn... To a cigar tobacco farming Into like a laboratory Like a Pfizer lab um, They want to make sure that water is completely Purified, the soils have been You know, uh, tested But also um, Inoculated with, with Pesticides to keep any pests off the, uh, off the farms I'm thinking, okay, you want us to use Monsanto <laughs> You know, like Basically, that's what it's going to come to if, if we don't Fight it I mean, they want to make sure that humidity and temperature controls are all the way through the whole step and process of the cigar being made. Uh, And obviously, you know, the water that we use in the factory has to be absolutely purified, uh, which we already do, but they want to make sure it's, you know, on paper and written down in a laboratory book. You know, manufacturing practices is basically having us have a chart and having us sign off that we went into the bathroom to check to make sure the bathroom was clean, and you went on the wall and wrote yeah, right. "bathroom checked at five p.m." If you miss one of those check marks, they'll come in and fine you. You know, shit like that. Yeah, like the, the minuscule things that they're trying to do that doesn't even apply to what cigar Ooh, and companies do. It's time away do. from the things that matter. You know, the, the details we were talking about that open I mean, up our we, conversation, we, you know? The employees clean their hands. They we use purified water already. Yeah. We don't need to prove that. It's just something that we that all factories should do. Mm-hmm. But to have you have to log it into a book and if you miss a log you're gonna get fined because oh, accidentally you missed that you the you, you cleaned the bathrooms, you forgot to have the girl write in there that you clean the bathrooms. I mean, I, I made the joke one day we were having a meeting with the CRA and they were talking about, you know to keep animals and pests out of the farm what do you do to keep animals and pests out of the farm I go, I don't know, what do vineyard growers do when they have deer running through the farm, shitting and pissing on the grapevines and eating the grapes and then those same grapes that are half eaten still go in the, in the mix there's nothing that they Fair do, question. it just happens right, like it, it goes dark at night, and you don't see at night what happens in the farm. Right. Like, my, my nephew said, he made the joke, he goes, we're going to need a bubble over every farm. Dome, yeah. Like, a little, like, live in a bubble. It's just crazy. It, like, the, I joke about it because it's absurd. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely absurd to think that this, this is what they want to put us through because they're talking about cigarettes. They're talking about things that, that you manipulate. They're talking about things that you you made a recipe that you add chemicals to to push into a, the same paper filter and the same uh, you know same tube every time every brand of cigarette tastes the same every time you smoke it. Not every cigar is perfect, and not every cigar tastes the same. That's what make That's what makes cigars special. Exactly. You just don't know what you're gonna get. You hope that it's always like this, but your palate's constantly changing there's no way you can tell those subtle nuances so that's why there's growing seasons not every growing season is the same
0: well the most minor understatement probably of the week is me saying this like it's very frustrating and that's yeah. a minor understatement <laughs> it's very frustrating because you know as a fan and what we're trying to deliver here you know each and every year and the, what we do you know as part of our passion is, is covering this industry talking to folks like you is we want to understand it we want to understand and then and they don't even take the time to even understand it a little bit like if they even had a conversation look i'm not playing myself in the same class as
1: you and i know
0: you don't put your same class yourself in the same class as your father-in-law but even if they had a conversation with me that would be a step in the right direction but they're not even
1: doing that i've actually told we've had a meeting recently the CRA had a meeting recently and uh We're trying to figure out ways to you know get things out there and I told our executive director Mike Copperman I said have you ever thought about doing like podcasts and and you know with the 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 media and he's like that's a good idea I'll look into it I go all these guys are waiting to have you on their show they all will have you on their show anytime you just have to take the time to do it and because you have all the words and the knowledge about what we're dealing with way better than I do because there's a lot of technical shit I have no clue to how. I can't even say the words. Like So I can say as much as I want and the passion that I have for not understanding this stupidity that, that the FDA wants to do to us. But he has all the right technical words and he can explain it better in a better format to educate your listeners way better than I can. Absolutely.
0: Pete, we were talking about the jars are a project that you're going to sit and wait on. That, that's that's yeah. something we're all eagerly anticipating. We talked about La Union. When can we expect to see, like, Roxy
1: in the 20s uh, on the show? You choice? know, it's funny because uh, I, I, uh, I was asking, the guy that manages the factory is here, and I was asking him, I said, when are these coming? Because I'm telling everybody, like, August and September. And he goes, no, the Roxy's then the Big Tens, and the Tuxla we'll be up next week into Miami so we'll start shipping probably about two weeks that's great and then uh, the 20 um, Nicaragua will come about a week or two later so luckily we we have those to ship pretty soon so you're talking about late July early August Um, hopefully if it all goes right and all the bands are there the the 20th will be there um, probably Probably mid August. And what's the MSRP on the 20? Uh, the 20s are 13 for the Grand Merveille and 14 for the uh, Grand Chasseur. And the Roxy's? Roxy's $8. $8. It's a steal. There you go. Yeah. And um, the Big Ten is 950. 950. Yeah. Terrific. I mean, the Roxy's a little short and a half, you know, three and a half by 50, but uh, it's a long smoking cigar.
0: That's awesome. We're yeah. all looking forward to it, Pete. And thank you so much for always sitting down with us. Um, I always. would say that you're done, but you're not. What's that? I would say that you're done, but you're not, because, um, Pete, we talked about what you give to this industry um, and what you give to us. And it's um, it doesn't go unnoticed, um, all your contributions and everything. So uh, we finally have an opportunity to give something back to you. So I'm gonna turn this over to Coop. Cool. And he's got a little something for you. So. Thanks, Bear. Thanks,
2: Bear. What's going on, Pete? Hey, Coop. Hey. Hey, thanks for making some time, as always, first Bear, of all. Bear, do you
1: want this, your water? <laughs> it's not a great thing <laughs> in yeah, the He camera.
2: needs his... Look, he needs... Me- Bear getting
1: his water out of the camera? <laughs> no, it's worse when he doesn't have his water. <laughs> we got to keep him hydrated. But I don't even have an ashtray here. This is just... I'm looking, I'm looking around. There's no ashtray right. here. So, so, Pete, you know,
2: yeah. um, first of all... Again, thanks for all you do for the industry. You're always thanking us, but we really need to thank you as well.
1: No, nah, dude, I thank you guys because you come here on your own dime. You come here to, to you know, make news right. for the industry. and, and right. I mean, shit, I don't do a lot of social media myself, so I rely on the media like you guys. Yep to do the the extra work for me. So it's nice to have you guys do these interviews with all these companies and and get the word out about the industry and keep on spreading the culture. We really appreciate it. So a couple of things, a little over a year ago, um, you brought back a
2: cigar that was iconic, like legendary. It was one that I I never got to smoke Was the T110. Oh yeah and you did some creative things with that and one of the creative things you did is you put some other rappers on those yeah one of the rappers you put on was i think the rapper we we all associate with is broadleaf yeah the t1 and that was the t110 Reserva. yeah and that cigar ended up being my number three cigar of the year for 2023 wow. beautiful and i want to present
1: you with an award for that awesome no. No, very cool, man. That's that's great. Yeah. You know, I have this, I have these stacks of these uh, these plaques and trophies over the year, and uh, I've been meaning to like change the the decorations on the wall of my bar at the house, and uh, this this works out perfect because I'm gonna have this splattering of memory lane. Uh, so thank you. Uh, no, you're welcome. You're
2: welcome. well earned. Also. Last year, we awarded you Person of the Year for 2021. Yeah. For all the great things you've done in terms of the industry, the innovation with your products. And we looked at 2022, and you didn't miss a beat. So, huh. you, so you're so you the first repeat back-to-back. Actually, you're the, AJ Fernandez has won two Person of the Years. Yeah, but you're the first person who went back to back.
1: So a repeat. Repeat. So I'm like Max Verstappen right now. Yeah. Back to back. Back to back. So this means if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for three. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> we talked about it. yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do my best to see if I can be in the running for three. Oh, yeah. Um. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, look what we've seen
2: here. Uh, your leadership uh, on the floor here. Wow. We, we've I saw a little bit of it yesterday. I know uh, it's important and um it's it's
1: not without recognition on that and I, uh,
2: uh,
1: you know man i'm 52 years old um i don't have kids my wife has kids um i want to pass this down to someone right you know, it's it, it's just an industry I love.
2: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I've seen you kind of grow into the family role just from talking <laughs> to you the last few years. It's it's a basketball, beautiful, Dad. It's a beautiful thing to say. <laughs> it is a beautiful thing to say. Yeah. Um, and uh, that family over there, amazing. I mean, I'm going to tell you, the my father factory, we awarded them Factory of the Year yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I I saw. I saw the. We said it wasn't close, Pete. It wasn't. It was a landslide for that award on our team. Awesome. And um, you know, and I saw. I saw the project you're
1: doing, the La Union. I mean, it's. I can't wait to see that come to you
2: know. Well, again, Cooper,
1: I say you know, like I want to pass this down to someone, but I want to make sure what I'm doing now, we have the ability to give them something that's going to be here. Yeah. Because the reality is that yeah, the the family is. Built this right. infrastructure that they're passing it down to the kids. Yeah. But if the business is in here, then what are they i mean the facilities absolutely turn into something else absolutely i mean yeah we can still make tobacco but who are we going to sell it to absolutely so absolutely it's necessary for me to do what i do and that's why i'm always convincing my wife to chip in a lot of money right for all these things no so it's 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 karen from fuente always says it's like you know it's a tag team effort with you because you always bring in two companies right um And which is true, yeah. I always convince them to donate cigars to the Freedom Samplers, and they always they yeah. always have their monthly uh, yeah. allotment that goes to the CRA. Right. And my wife understands it, um, and uh, they're they're passionate about you know building a future for their grandkids and their kids. And, absolutely, uh, absolutely. If there's no business to have, then. Why, why all the effort right yeah absolutely so we have to do it that's why I do what I do
2: oh, we, yeah. we, it's appreciated so thank you so Pete you. Uh, hope we had a great show thank you again for your friendship it for was your awesome show. for for the support I mean it's it's um and uh, we'll be doing this again I
1: guess in a few months so uh, stay tuned well we'll see each other in March yep and uh, I'm looking forward to a cooler time in Vegas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. so Thank you. Uh, so thank you, Pete. So for the Cigar Coop Coalition, Ben Lee behind the camera, Bear uh, the Pussy, who kicked things off and did a wonderful job today. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you soon.